Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Welcome to the show. Vassos is here. Aloha. Rachel's here. Greetings. Hopefully you're there. And in a bit, Will Poulter's going to be here. Tell me about Will Poulter, Rachel. Well, I mean, if you want to know sort of current, the most recent thing about Will, obviously it's Guardians of the Galaxy. He's Adam Warlock. There's a new movie out. It's very exciting. You've seen it. You loved it. Tilly adores it. But for me and for my children, Will Poulter will forever be Eustace from the Chronicles of Narnia, the boy who turned into a dragon. And for that, I will always have a soft spot for him. He also starred um, when he was much younger not right at the beginning of his career because he's been around a while now. Yeah. He's very successful. He starred in a film with Jennifer Aniston and Jason Sudeikis Oh, and I think it's called With the Millers or something like that. And I was going to watch it last night in prep for this, but I just got... We were... Noah and I, we've synced up. We're on the same episode of Ted Lasso. So we watched that last night. I said, we could watch this film. And then he said, well, yeah, but Dad, you know, you're back at work tomorrow. Ted's going to put you in a great mood. I'm back at school. We love a bit of Lasso. All the Lasso episodes now are about an hour long because they all started off half an hour long. And the more popular they've been cut, they've become, and uh, the more sort of confident everybody in the whole sort of operation, uh, the process uh, has become. Then the longer the episodes are have become, and they're now an hour long. So we watched the last Ted Lasso. We didn't realise it was the last Ted Lasso that's available. Apart from now, you know, when they drop every Wednesday, we're up to date. Yeah. Are you up to date? I am up to date. And when that happens, you go, "What do you mean? I can't watch the next episode. I've got to wait three days." <laughs> Not how we watch TV now. In that voice. Yeah. I wish I could. Well, you've both overtaken me, Ted Lasso wise. Well, that's because yeah. you spent the whole weekend adopting Yorkshire. I did adopt Yorkshire. I, I, you know, I just said to you that Dorset can breathe a sigh of relief because I think that Caroline and I have decided that Yorkshire is now where we're going to. You know what you say about the Lake District? That how can the Lake District fit in England? That times that by like two or three for Yorkshire. It's so big and it's there's so few people there especially you know during the coronation and you go walking and you don't see people for hours and you just see this beautiful rolling James Herriot country I mean it, it just oh beautiful off the scale and lonely off the scale in a good way and then you come into a village and the whole village is out round and having cups of tea and Oh, we just... And then you said, yes, fine, but it does rain quite a lot more than it does in Dorset. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. I didn't say that. I said the weather. I said it's cold is what I said. Oh, yeah, you did. And I remember that it rained constantly one day. Um, And then... So maybe we're back in Dorset. But... (laughs) (laughs) Fairweather Yorkshireman. Yes, I am a fairweather Yorkshireman. And well, people are a, really friendly. I think there's a lot of Yorkshire people do live in Dorset now. One very famous Yorkshireman um, lives um, in all the chippings, doesn't he? Doesn't he own all the chippings now? Which one? Clarkson. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know if he owns all the chippings. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, this is the bit of the podcast where we do the newspaper front pages and the other interesting stories. Not your blooming great weekend with your <laughs> wife away from the kiddies, the kiddos. How was it just having cocktail Caroline to yourself for four nights? It was well. We got back on Sunday oh, because it was Matthew's nights. birthday, and Emily was back on Monday. Fair enough. We actually got back to a street party <laughs> on our street. <laughs> a welcome home, Vassos we and Caroline party. They put out the all the big bunting. lunch <laughs> just for you. <laughs> oh, thank you for giving him back to us, Yorkshire. <laughs> Anyway, front pages, it's all about the king. Well, it's not all about the king. It's nearly all about the king. The son, our noble king, thank you, each and every one. He's released a statement. And these official portrait photographs are out today for the papers, one would imagine. The nation's support is the greatest coronation gift on the front page of the Eye, the Times. Thank you, each and every one. And there he is on his throne. 
the Daily Telegraph um, says the king wears his coronation regalia, including the imperial state crown and his grandfather, George VI, robe of state. Thank you all. Front page of the mirror. Express similar. We thank each and every one of you. If you are a Republican, and some Republicans are on the air now on Talk TV and Talk Radio and having a terrible time of it, has to be said, then you need to look at the front page of the Daily Star and the Guardian because they both share a story about aliens. I don't think I've ever seen The Guardian and The Star share a story before, but they are doing now. Naomi Klein says on the front page of The Guardian, tech bosses pretend AI will benefit humanity. Don't believe it. And The Star spy boss warns AI fakery and lies may destroy society. We're in a real mess, but who can tell? I mean, there's another, another strand to that story, which is, you know, AI will make ev nothing secret anymore, and that means we'll all have access to to, to all the information, which is uh, you can look at that as an equalising thing. Mm. And I think that's why people in charge of spy things don't like AI, because th that's their stock in trade, isn't it? Yeah. Secrets. The CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency. What if we knew everything that they know? And why shouldn't we know everything that they know? Anyway, um, let's get on to the chocolate bar story, shall we? It's far yes. lighter. Yeah. Not right, said Fredo. Row over Aldi lookalike bar. <laughs> Aldi has stoked a new chalk controversy by launching a lookalike version of Cadbury's Fredo bar. Do you know the dinosaurs wrapping features a green character, red lettering and a blouse? Sorry, no, blue background. Um, just like Frog Fredo. Yeah, if you squint, you can't really tell the difference. A 10-pack of Dinos um, costs £1.75 per 17.5-gram bar. The five-pack Dairy Milk Freddo is £1 or 20p a bar. And they're both the same. Sorry, 17.5p bar. They're both 18 grams each. So better value for money with Dino. But, you know, this is chocolate. You know, confectionery company makes confectionery shocker, isn't it? It's like... It's like Ford and Nissan going up in arms when Nissan decided... Sorry, when Tesla decided to make cars because they've made making cars. Oh, they've got four wheels just like us. Yeah, and they're similar shapes and they go on our roads where <laughs> our cars go. Want a B-side? Three Spice Girl demo songs on eBay for £7,000. The Spice Girls will be uh, ready to cringe after a rare vinyl of unheard demos appeared online. They're going to cringe about that. There is a Spice Girl doing something else on the same page of... The sun page 27 to become run. This is Mel C. She's been snapped jogging or running around London. Look how well she looks. Oh, God, doesn't she? Yeah. We have Will Poulter on the show who plays Warlock in the brand new Guardians of the Galaxy, the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie. She could be in that. Yeah. Uh, no makeup or outfit necessary. Just like that. She looks amazing, doesn't yeah. she? she? She is amazing. I love Mel C. Um, Frankie return. This is Frankie Goes to Hollywood making a comeback splash. More than a splash. They were amazing, apparently, over in Liverpool. So this was a launch show, was it? Gareth worked on this show. What was it, Gareth? The National Lottery's opening concert for the Eurovision week. So Eurovision have taken a page out of the F1 um, playbook. Or is it the other way around? Because now we know... The Miami Grand Prix took place yesterday. Uh, no, no, sorry, no, it seems like yesterday Sunday. on Sunday, yeah. um, and that that couldn't have been more glamorous. It was ridiculously glamorous. I thought it was brilliant. The race was dull as ditch water, but the actual um, the actual lead up was fantastic. And they used to start the revelry of Thursdays and Fridays for Grand Prix weekend, but now they realise they just like everybody goes there for seven days anyway. I mean, kids have like month long birthday parties, so F one can can party for six days. And Eurovision's now started the week before seven days, which is fantastic. It's Brilliant. underway. We still don't understand it. We've we've been brought up with it. You know, it's the Eurovision Song Contest. Israel's in there, though. Australia's in there as well. Other stories, other non-European countries include, I don't know. Um, and it's the semi-finals tonight, yet there are already people in the final who have, don't have to be in the semi-finals. <laughs> Nobody cares. It goes on. It, the performances on Saturday go on forever, and then the... The voting goes on for longer than ever. Yeah. And everybody stays up for all of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was great. It doesn't make any sense. Because sometimes some things don't have to make sense, do they, Vassos? Well, yeah, my life. <laughs> this show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go everything. Alison and Ash. <laughs> my daughter Anna's cinch of the weekend was seeing Taylor Swift. At the Nissan Stadium in Nashville. Oh, what? I mean, stop it. That's the place to do it. Oh, oh, I see. Felix has woken up. Yeah, Felix has woken up with that mention. Sunday night, she flew from Glasgow to Heathrow to Chicago to Nashville. And the gig was then delayed four hours due to weather. Wow, 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 wow. We love the show and all the Swifty chat. 
Well, you know, who doesn't love a bit of Tay-Tay? And that's testament to her and her professionalism. You know, the fact that she hung around, concert, the concert wasn't cancelled. You know, she's a stayer, she's a player. She's awesome. She carried on till 2 a.m. She said, is there a chance we could do the concert? Well, if it stops, if this weather stops, then there is a chance. I don't know if it's wind. It's usually wind that stops concerts, not rain, to be honest. Wind and lightning, usually. Um, but um, they stuck around and her management said, if we do play late, uh, then we're going to go over curfew and you will incur, incur the cost, Taylor, and you will be responsible for the cost. And she paid the cost and she went until 2 a.m. Oh. Her, her concert started at half past 10. Amazing. And did anybody mind? No, it was all the more special for it because she can't put a foot wrong, this girl. You know, and good luck to her. I hope it stays that way forever. I think she's amazing. You know, Springsteen smashing it with three and a half hour gigs over in Dublin over the weekend. And she's doing the same thing, you know, a third of his age, you know, less than half his age. But absolutely brilliant. Imagine Taylor Swift and Bruce Springsteen together. Because it's, the, you know, clearly they've got the songs. You know, clearly they've got the, the stage crafts to go with that but it's it's the professionalism it's the intent it's the depth it's the authenticity it's the sincerity of wanting to deliver what they've been blessed with for people who love them and love it and love life it's great isn't it brilliant it's the best the best the best the best be the best everyone be the best yeah and don't, and find out before you flip out just do that as well that's from Ted Lasso's last episode because he thought he thinks that his ex-wife is being taken to Paris by their ex-marriage counsellor, that's going to hurt, to be proposed to. And so he, he, so he calls a meeting of the Diamond Dogs woo, woo, oh, oh, to discuss this. And they say, this is terrible. So, so your ex-marriage counsellor is taking your ex-wife to propose to her in Paris. When did you find out? Well, when they booked the tickets. Well, when did you find out he was going to propose to her? Well, I haven't found that out. But he must be because he's taking it to Paris. Went, what? No. Find out before you flip out. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Love it. John says, first time texter here. Have a bell on us. A first time texting bell. My weekend cinch. I want to shout out from the rooftops was asking my girlfriend and best friend Sam to marry me. And she only went and said, yes. Woop, woop. Woo. Few. Woop and few. Teresa in Chiddingstone Castle. Who doesn't want to live there? Oh, nice. Does anywhere that has castle in the name have to have a castle? I hope Chillingstone has a castle. Castle. It mm. has a castle and a stone, says Gareth. Gareth, you're on fire today. And he, he was Eurovisioning all weekend. Who else did you engineer this weekend? So you engineered Holly Johnson and Frankie goes to Hollywood. Conchita, well done, congratulations. Zara Larson. Alexandra Beck. So you, had, so you could have turned them off at any point and you didn't. <laughs> Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you on behalf of, of all audiences everywhere. Well done, Gareth. I mean, there are other faders as well. There's not just the, the volume fader, <laughs> I'm presuming. What's the hardest bit? What's the hardest bit to get right? Where, what, was the, what was the environment like? The audience, trying to match the audience, keep the band mix, but you want the atmosphere in there as well. Well, well done. Can't believe you're working today. You should have had the week off, mate. Are you back up there this weekend? No. Okay. Um, he's, he's, I need, they only want him for the qualifiers. Mm. Never mind. Is Anthony doing the finals? Is he <laughs> bagged that for himself? He's leaning back. Something's going on. Okay, he doesn't want to talk about. I can tell by your body language. You lean straight back like that. Don't, Chris. Shush, shush, shush. Don't go there. <laughs> I've got some massive James Bond news, but I can't say. Oh, come, oh, come on. on. No, you can. I can't. You can. Safe space. I can't. Safe space. Circle of trust. I know who the next James Bond is. Well, you you've got the to next sit. one for the movies. Yep. No, no. I'm, this is not a wind-up. I know. Who told you? I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that. I'll tell you off the air who told me. I, I'll turn the microphones off now. Don't turn them back on, Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> and he swore. He made me swear. He said, if I tell you this, you can't say anything to anyone about He's it. He's definitely winding you up. He's 100% not. I could, I'm, I, well, if he's not winding you up, we have issues. Because <laughs> he hasn't told me. Well, then you have issues. Clearly, it was a husband that. <laughs> now, now we know it's Rachel's husband. Who doesn't know it? No, anything. by the way, we're getting close to who it is. No, by the way, this is going to happen. It's going to be this person. And I know who it is. Alex told me, and then he qualified it. And I went, oh, that makes sense. That's clearly going to happen. 
That's a very clever choice. Maybe the cleverest choice ever. How does he know? He no, 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 no. Now we've got to stop talking. We've got to stop talking because already I've said it's Alex. And Alex has told me and... Oh, no. Anyway. Well, you may as well. Now you've... No! <laughs> no! So, this weekend, you are having this Chesham shindig. Yes. Chesham United, because, I don't know if you've heard this or not, but Rachel and her husband, Alex, have taken over... Um, Chesham United, the local football club, in a very sort of Ryan Reynolds-esque, Rob McElhenney-esque fashion. Uh, they've got a, a, a series on Netflix, all booked. It's all part of the Taskmaster deal because Taskmaster is going onto Netflix soon. Oh, there, is, there is that. No, there, oh, no, yeah. there is that, by the way. Taskmaster is, hitting ne- Taskmaster is hitting Netflix soon. Yes. And as part of this deal bundle, they've said, you know, can you give us a bit of welcome to Rexon? Action um, and yeah, so so you bought Chesham. How much did you buy Chesham for? Chesham United. <laughs> no, but Alex is the director of Chesham. He is a director, and it's really exciting. It's really he, loves it. he does love it. He's so into and it, and he goes to every home game. Yeah, he attends all the board meetings. He has a responsibility. Uh, he has quite a you know he has all the responsibility in the end. You know, both both um, from uh, a sort of um, sort of uh, sort of you know communicating, getting an ambassadorial kind of fashion. You know, he has an official, an administrative responsibility, and also ultimately he has a financial responsibility as well. Even though he didn't put any money in, you know, you do have that going on if you're part of the board of directors. So it's a proper, full on. You know, all in commitment. Cheshire are a great club. Four, they run 46 teams, which is... 46 youth teams, it's which amazing. is amazing. And it's so important for the local community. It's so important. And, you know, the Horn family, massive Liverpool fans. But now, uh, first and foremost, even the kids, Cheshire United fans. Yeah, Dara above, was in his full kit on Sunday. Above Liverpool. <laughs> over and above Liverpool, um, which used to be their go-to team. They're still massive Liverpool fans, yeah. but bigger Cheshire United fans. And this weekend, we have this amazing match. It's a fundraiser and it's also but it's a community sort of um it's a community uh sort of um profile raiser as well isn't yeah. it it's about look we're a community club we've never meant it more than we mean it now and in a way in a way look what's happened to Wrexham look we can have our version of that because you can have your own version of that well and also he can get a bit of advice he's just sent me the team sheets yes. so the team's playing on Saturday it's Chicken City versus Egg United to answer that perennial question who came first we will find out nice. at the full time whistle very good yeah very, good. very the, Netflix on the team sheet so we've got so uh, on Egg United uh, who is being uh, managed by Greg James? We've got Humphrey Care. Uh, Humphrey, a car. Humphrey is the managing director of Wrexham because he there is the comedian and actor who got Rob McElhenney into football and right. advised Rob and Ryan when they were choosing which team to buy. Okay, and so other names that we may have, uh, so, have heard of, uh, recognised? So on uh, Egg United, we've got Lloyd Griffiths, Alex Horn, Kyle Smith-Bino, Humphrey Carr, Sarah Keysworth, Mark Watson, Andy Devonshire, Charlie Baker. We've got Alex Brooker, Jim Daly, Kat Bowers, Tasha Smith, uh, James Duncan. And on uh, Chicken City, player manager Hugh Dennis, director of football Ashley B. We've got John Robbins, Ed, Ga- Ed Gamble is the team captain, Paul Chowdhury, Doc Brown, Maisie Adams, Ivo Graham, got Joe Thomas, Stuart Laws, Susie Ruffle. We've got Gemma Fraser, Tommy Mooney and Michael Murray. And um, we've got lots of Chesham United ladies and men's team players in with those comedians. Yeah, and the great thing about, you know, the Chesham teams, um, the the first teams, is that they've all got proper jobs in the local area and yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, but they train properly. And it's just, this is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And because Alex Horn, the taskmaster himself, is in charge, the game starts, the match starts with a penalty shootout in case it goes to a draw at the end. So they're going to have a penalty shootout first before the game kicks off. And then there are other fun rules. For example, you know, if you're a bit naughty, you don't get a yellow card, you get a yellow balloon. Tied to your wrist, which you've got to wear for the rest of the match. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. I think the captains have got uh, megaphones that they might have to run around with. Um, and extra An extra ball gets thrown onto the pitch if it gets a bit dull. Yeah, so two um, footballs in play. And the extra ball is worth two goals as opposed to just one goal. It's a different colour. Oh, and basketball hoop on yeah, the goalpost. And on. if you kick and get it through the hoop, that's worth three goals. Yeah. 
and it's only half an hour each way so you don't it, nobody will notice um and it's 20 minutes at half time and it's just going to be so much fun. we're going to come as a family Please what, ta- do. what time does it start oh i think i think the grind's open about half 12 i think the kickoff is at three o'clock Where i'm not sure park, but it's all online because because I, I know that um this is going to be the the most attended match ever at cheshire united so obviously the car park won't be used to it where can we park oh we, there's lots of cars. shall we just walk from marlow yeah walk from marlow no there are other car parks in cheshire all right Okay, because we really want to come. Please do. Cool, no problem at all. Uh, we're going to see the big match at Cheshire on Saturday. We can't wait. It's Claire in Pitstone. Yay! It's cool, man. This is so good. Chris, I love Will Poulter. Will Poulter is on this show in a bit, on this podcast in a bit. Tell us more about Will Poulter. Will Poulter. Most people will know Will from the Guardians of the Galaxy. He is Adam Warlock. He's got his band of misfits. Uh, the most recent movie, Volume 3, was out on the 3rd of May. But I had to say earlier that me and my kids will always know him as Eustace, the boy who turned into a dragon in the Chronicles well, of Well, that's before they've seen Warlock, which they're going to love. Yeah. Because my kids went it. to see yesterday. Also, Tilly, who's not really a Marvel superhero super fan. Well, she, she wasn't. She is now. It's amazing, apparently. Uh, so, Will Poulter, 10 years ago, he was making me laugh in the new in the TV show School of Comedy. Um, says Kirsty Nascott. If you haven't seen it, then I highly recommend it. It's hilarious. Well, his body of work is ever growing. You know, he, he's still no age at all. He's no. done so many amazing things. Let's ask him today what the worst things he's been in are. Because we only ever seen... regrets. Well, he was in that film, um, We Are the Millers. We Are the Millers, with Jason Sudeikis and Jennifer Aniston at the peak of their powers a few years ago. So he was in that as well. Um, All good. Euro Millions. The Euro Millions was one. Or were one? Was one? Were were one? Like the Beatles, not quite sure. Depends which way the wind's blowing. Oh, just say it naturally. The Euro Millions were... Was one. Was one. Okay, I'll go with you. The Euro Millions was one. Doesn't sound right. Anyway. The Euro Millions was one. Were one? Not quite sure. The Euro Millions was one. Passos. Yeah, I agree with Rachel. Do you know why it sounds wrong? Because nobody ever wins it. The, <laughs> no, the Euro Millions. Because the Euro Millions is a thing. Okay. but It he, was one. Well, here's the problem. There's a problem. If you did have the UK winning ticket on Friday and somebody did. Here's the problem. The jack- This is not good. They're not going to be happy who have had the ticket. The jackpot was for £92.4 million. But guess what? Two winners, one in Europe and one in the UK. So whoever won in the UK, they've only won £46.2 million. Do you think that's what they'll focus on? Do you on? think at some stage over the weekend, <laughs> right, whoever that was, who they were thinking, you know, we're 100 million and yeah. they won 46 million. Do you think at, just at some stage the words never mind were uttered? <laughs> mm. I don't know. How would you feel about that? Gutted. Yeah. Would you? <laughs> no, of course not. It's funny, isn't it, though? Because I found something out over the weekend as we were discussing this that I didn't know. But you know when a a lottery jackpot goes unclaimed and then it gets to the point where if you don't claim it soon, then it goes all goes back in the pot or wherever the money goes. I didn't realise that that must be a physical ticket. Did you know this? Yes, because if it's online, it's automatic. You they don't even source you. Yeah, you don't even have to claim it. It claims you. Yeah. <laughs> I like to get a physical ticket because I just like I like the I like the adventure of going to get it and then you know branch and the kids always check it with mum's checking app on the phone because yeah. it's fun isn't it yeah. you know um, but no you don't you don't get to claim it if you're if you're a dig- digital person you get an email so the people who won the Euro Millions the last year would spoil people. it for me would it would you yeah. just give it back yeah I don't want <laughs> oh, it that way I don't want forty six million less I can claim it <laughs> the guy won. The hundred and thirty-five million pounds, or whatever it was, and he got the email the next day, mm. and it said the amount. I've got that email, but it's always said like five pounds ten or something like that. Yeah. Um, but congratulations, you've won. You're exactly the same email as that. You, I know you've got one as well, yeah, Rachel. Yeah, two pounds fifty. Yeah. And it said the hundred and thirty-five million, but he just couldn't compute that many naught so he presumed there was a decimal point in there so he went to his wife and said we've just won one hundred and thirty-five thousand pounds big celebrations and then they looked at the email later and realized that it wasn't 135,000 pounds 135 million pounds <laughs> <laughs> never mind i mean we do scream about the sunshine when we are basked or basking in it but we can't for the next 14 days we're gonna have to fall in love with the rain it's well, like my- it's like watching ted lasso if you don't like football 
That's what it's going to be like for the next 14 days with regards to sunshine. It's going to be a bit sunny for about two or three minutes in the next 14 days. Michael Singer says, we're fortunate enough to live on a planet where water falls out of the sky. How cool. If we were on Jupiter, it would be sulfuric acid. So let's just embrace that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is the attitude. Okay. (laughs) Let's go with it. Clarkie in a sunny Scotland. Well done, Scotland. You got some sunshine. You know, it does say it's going to be sunny later on for actually a lot of the Midlands and uh, up north, Northern Ireland too. Very sunny in North Wales, Anglesey and South Wales, it would seem. It's just the next 14 or 15 days. You, we are going to get some sun, but there's a lot of rain around. A lot of rain around. Um, Clarkie in sunny Scotland says, long time listener, first time texter. <laughs> just wanted to say thank you for recommending Ted Lasso OM. All the way to the G. I have spent the last week binge watching it and I'm having the best time ever. I'm bereft that I have no more to watch. Well, right back at you. Right back at you. And something, something's going on with Ted Lasso and I can't tell you what it is because I don't know. But I know something's going on with it. I just don't know what it is. Because I received an email from um, Apple TV over the weekend. Um, and there's something going on. And when I can tell you, I will. But I just don't know what it is yet. I really don't. They they sent me a, they sent me this. I loved it actually. They sent me this email email to put me on standby for something, and I don't know what it is. I have no idea what it is. You're, you're, you've got all the juice. You know who the next James Bond is, but you can't tell us. And now you know something going on with Ted Lasso. Mm. I no. suspect you know more than you're letting on. No, I don't. You, I never. I never. This is, I use you everything I've got. Yeah, yeah. You never know when it's going to be your last show. <laughs> If I've got, listen, if I've got it, you're hearing it. Yeah. Simple as that. Anyway, Clarky, um, yeah, I'm with you. We're, Noah and I are up to speed now, so we're waiting for tomorrow for the next one to drop. We love them. So if you don't watch Ted Lasso, then, you know, no point in listening to this bit of the show, that's for sure. And if you do, um, get a load of this. How much does Roy Kent sound like Roy Kent in real life, IRL? And how much does. Um, Jamie Tart sound like Jamie Tart in real life. So the actors who play them, you have Jamie Tart played by Phil Dunster, and you have Brett Goldstein playing Roy Kent. Brett Goldstein also writes the show. So here are Brett and Phil in conversation. There's this lovely five-minute film they've made. It's available on YouTube, and it's just a little promo thing for Ted Lasso, but it's just absolutely gorgeous. And it, it, it sort of screams at you the camaraderie within the gang, which is why the show's such a hit. You know, you get a happy team with a decent kind of script and you've got like a thousand X times more of a chance of it being a a massive smash than it otherwise would be. Here we go. First person to speak here, I think, is Brett Goldstein. So you're going to hear Roy Kemp first and Jamie Tart in conversation next. I can't get through a scene with you. Despite loving it and all that and love doing scenes with this you. This is Roy Kent. You make me laugh in every scene in a really bad way, like like we're in church. <laughs> it's like someone's farted yeah. and you're not laughing. And I was laugh. I always wondered why it is, and I think it's because we often have scenes where we're really close. We do, yeah. Our faces are always very close to each other. Much proximity. It's yeah. a really yeah. gentle little exchange. They clearly genuinely love each other. I mean properly love each other. Do you remember? Yeah. Season two. Yeah, I remember. There's a scene where you hugged me. That's uh, the only scene I have not laughed in because it was very moving and you were so brilliant. That was like a really special, we were all in it. We were really in that scene. All yeah. You also had to do that with a massive audience. Like it wasn't just the crew, it was like everyone in the cast was in yeah. that scene. And it was a long day, it was all day doing that. And you're right, everyone is usually distracted, but I think you also held everyone. It was really amazing. Ted Lasso, best show ever made, discuss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Well, no black eyes here, but we may have a rolled ankle. We'll talk about it in a moment. We have a stress factor with you on your right shin. Yeah. Okay. I think I might have one too. Oh, no. On my right shin. I've got an MRI in a bit. Um, so we've got all that going on. I thought it was an issue with the ankle, but they think it's further up. Not quite sure yet. If it doesn't get any better soon. MRI there. But, you know, here to trump both of us, <laughs> by the way... Not fair. Yes. We, we thought we would do all the sympathy. Is our next guest. Over to you, Vassos. He's the award-winning actor who stars in all the movie magic from the Millers to the Maze Runner. He now leads a gang of misfits in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 in cinemas now. So let's all worship at the altar of Will Poulter. <laughs> oh, Ooh, that was very good, Vassos. Oh, my gosh. I'm not deserving of that, but thank you very much and uh, glad to be here. Will, congratulations to you and all your pals on this movie. Uh, my kids went to see it. Tilly went to see it over the weekend. They think it is awesome. Tilly has never seen a Marvel film before. Oh, wow. And is going back to now watch all the films because oh, of your film. Cool. Oh, wow. That's a huge compliment. All right, so it's out now. We're not. This is not something we're building towards. It's out now. People are going to see it. Um, mm -hmm. Noah went with Eli yesterday and three mates. Uh, one of them snuck in under 12 because it's just <laughs> generally not acceptable for 12 years. And it doesn't say like you're going to go to prison if you go and watch it anyway. Right, right. Um, so we'll talk about that in a second or two. First of all, the rolled ankle. Yeah, yeah, roll my ankle. Yeah, which is not ideal on a nope. press tour, I'll be honest. Um, and I uh, feel very silly. Yeah, I I'm too British is what I've learned. I played uh, basketball and it's the second time that I've rolled my ankle playing that sport. So I think I should just give up. Where did you play? Where do you play? Assimilate. Um, I, uh, I played in LA um, and I was also playing at the time. It was sort of it wasn't any level of like competitiveness or it wasn't formal at all. I was in a friend's garden. I was also not wearing shoes at the time. I was going to say, because that's why they provide boots. Basketball yeah. boots. Yeah, I wasn't even wearing shoes. So right. no, I really good. was asking that's for good. it. That's good. Well yeah. done. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you because, because now I've turned my ankle. So <laughs> I've, I'm wearing You've these running it. shoes today, but last week I was wearing um, walking boots, wasn't I? Because when you, cause I turn, I've turned my right, right ankle a lot and it's now a weak point. So Ooh. if you do wear, I mean, you've got, you've gone one more than boots. <laughs> yeah, I've got a moon boot. You've yeah. got a, that's a proper... I've basically got my character's shoe from the movie thing. on now. Yeah. Is, well, um, and so what's the prognosis? How many... I think I've got like a few weeks in the boot. I've oh, got no. like a checkup in a week to find out. It's like a fractured situation yeah, so it will be yeah and then yeah. it's a, then you have to be so careful because if you turn it again it just goes again that's what so. i'm yeah exactly and you you need it from now on you'll need a neutral shoe do you know about this no i don't know about this so a lot of trainers are i don't i don't know what when they they're to do with pronation on the outside yeah. so you'll need a neutral shoe otherwise most trainers turn your feet automatically out Okay, which right. is not what you and I, Olvasus, want right now. Oh, we thought we should see. have a club going on. We should. Should we formalise this? Is it right, right leg? Uh, left leg. Oh, mine's right. Mm, mine's right. Oh, do I not get? No, well, you could be in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Oh, You're right. Any injuries, Rachel? Amazing. I'm absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations on this movie. So. He wants to, you should frame it really. So we have, we have five surviving Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Yes. This is the third film. They're saying it's the final film, but you know, you never know with those Marvel folks. You never know with Marvel, you never know with James Gunn. Right, so how do you sneak into the action? How does your character sneak into the action? Yeah, so without uh, sort of uh, ankle hopping into um, spoiler territory, uh, I play Adam Warlock. Um, he's a member of the Sovereign. He was sort of created with the hopes that um, he would potentially kind of um, uh, defeat the Guardians. And um, basically, Adam Warlock kind of emerges from his cocoon a little bit uh, prematurely. And uh, he isn't quite what the Sovereign had hoped for. And he has a lot of sort of expectations on his shoulders that he sort of seems too kind of young and childlike to, to shoulder, basically. So he has the powers of a, of a sort of... Um you know, a, a, a killer, but like a, you know, a multi-massacre, you know, able assassin. But he has the almost the heart and the soul of the innocence of a kid and there within lies his conflict. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. He's yet to kind of um, sort of construct his moral coding. Yeah, um, and so he's, he's still got of, a chance. Yeah, yeah, he's still got a chance, exactly. And he's quite childlike in that respect. He's yeah. just kind of responding to cues and trying to work out what's going on and navigate himself in this crazy universe. But he is incredibly powerful. So he, he gets it he gets it wrong. And when he does, the, the results are quite kind of catastrophic. There is, a, there is a school of thought that this is what aliens are thinking about 
about us so that we are the product <laughs> of alien, an alien experiment. We right. are being watched like labs in a rat. And um, basically, we're only one minute after um, monkeys. And so the aliens are looking down upon us now thinking, hang on a minute, we've now given these monkeys thermonuclear weapons. Let's see what they do with them. It's not dissimilar. Not, not, that's basically the movie. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to go into spoiler territory, but you, you've done it, Chris. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, it's not at all. So, so the Dr. Evil, his creator, mm. uh, he's, he wants to be God. Sometimes he's referred to as God. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it's played by the uh, uh, unbelievable Chuck Woody Awuji, plays the high evolutionary. And um, he does have this kind of like godlike complex. He's he's a very like unsentimental villain. Like Marvel, I think historically have kind of presented villains who you know you can kind of relate to in some way they're or broken. kind of empathise with, right? And, yeah. and 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 you sort of see what what they're trying to fix even within themselves. But um, Chuck did this unbelievable job of making the high evolutionary just kind of pure villain. I think it's one of the best Marvel performances um, ever. And uh, yeah, it was it was cool to do scenes with Chuck. Are you now a student of Marvel? I, I listen. I was a fan before. I feel like I've watched more, obviously, in preparation for the film since kind of getting the role. Um, but the Guardians was genuinely the it was the franchise within that universe that i was generally the biggest fan of it's just the the weirdest and the most wonderful it's always had its tongue planted firmly in its cheek and it's a lot of fun and the soundtrack's amazing no the soundtrack's off the chain yeah. um the the fact that you're now in one of these films i mean it's it's the euro millions plus isn't it <laughs> it's it's wild man yeah it really is it really does feel that way i gotta say um and i i feel in incredibly lucky and to find out how people are receiving the movie and I think it's the biggest opening of any film in the UK this year, which is pretty cool. And that's not a low bar, is and it, my not, friend? That's that's a terribly <laughs> high bar that I will never get over uh, uh, henceforth. But that's no, it's so really cool, nice. man! It's really nice. Well, my kids, would, I would, I dropped them off at the half ten screen. I was going to go with them, and they said, oh, that don't come, don't go." I said, "Well, the film company want me to go and watch, but it doesn't matter as long as the kids come back and they give me all these full reports. Give I really want to see it. I really do. But then we have to. to it, had the two four year olds been able to see it, I couldn't really sneak them in. We snuck a ten year old in. Yeah. If I'm being honest, arrest me now. Yeah, <laughs> but I yeah. couldn't really sneak the four year olds in. So I took them to the park and waited on the other side. Oh, so bless. Drax is back. Rocket yes. Raccoon, yes, um, Nebula, mm. uh, Quill, and Groot. Yes. So, so there were more, but there are those five here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, we've also got uh, Sean Gunn uh, as Craglin, um, who's uh, amazing. Other names. So Chris Pratt's in it. Yeah, Chris Pratt's in it. Yeah. Uh, the amazing Karen Gillan. Yeah. Pon Clemente. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, this actor called Vin Diesel. Yeah, I and there's that, that guy who's who's people. Some people think are handsome, but I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah, is that? Oh, something Cooper. Yeah. Tommy Cooper. I yeah. knew something. Yeah, Mini like, Cooper. Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. It's one of those. Um, are these all your friends now? Uh, these are all such lovely people. Uh, oh, and, and Dave Bautista as well, yeah. talking of lovely people who plays Drax. They're are they the most amazing bunch. I, I, I'm calling them my mates. Whether they're <laughs> calling me their mate is another story. I'm screaming it from the rooftops. They're the nicest bunch. And I was a bit nervous as the new boy kind of coming in, and it's a huge film, and this, that, and the other. They were so sweet. Were and, they? Yeah, for a film that that looks so kind of scary from the outside just in terms of the spectacle of it all and the size and whatnot when you get on set it's just it's like it runs like an independent comedy with james kind of shouting things out from behind the monitor and them all just trying to make each other laugh and it was it was wicked to be this around. is the thing now it's the thing you you can sense it it's always been the case but never more so than today it's about the culture on of the cast and the crew on the mm -hmm. set everything that's good now everything that's good has this culture going on and yeah. you get you know I've been doing this for a while, longer than I care to count. But, mm. you know, there, there have been times in the past where things go really well and people can't anything. It seems like they, they're they very professional, but they probably don't go for a beer afterwards. Mm. It's not like that anymore. No. All the good stuff, there's a gang show going on yeah. and they're having the time of their life. It often involves serious scenes on camera uh, having to be sort of postponed because the crew can't stop making each other laugh. <laughs> right. Like farting in church was one I heard over the weekend. Um <laughs> You know, and you get you get it, you get it. You yeah. know, and it comes across in hives on 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 the on on the screen. Mm, so agreed. You worked with Jason Sudeikis. I did. Jennifer, ten years ago. Yeah. So Jason was on this show a week ago. Oh no way. Yeah, and came. He couldn't have been. He literally couldn't have been. It was really annoying. He couldn't have been nicer. <laughs> yeah, the, again, another happy show. Um, you know, because of Ted Lasso. Mm. You know. And I was watching this uh, film with Brett Goldstein and Phil, who plays um, Jamie Tart. Yeah. And they clearly love each other off screen. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, 
what was Jason like back then? Oh. Was he always this? Was, and Amazing. Jennifer Aniston, she she only ever gets a good rep as well. Yeah, as a Jen, human being. I was really really lucky on on Miller's both both of Jason and and Jen. Again, you know, like sort of consummate pros, really experienced. Looking after you. And yeah, amazing to me, you know. Um, and Jen is someone I've been a fan of because I grew up watching with the Millers. You know, SNL was something, you know, I, I mean, I've always admired massively. And obviously, Jason had kind of like cut his teeth there and Second City in Chicago. So, a bit of a kind of legend in my eyes. So, like, to work with the two of them was amazing. And uh, they are really, really lovely. Yeah. It works. He was lovely it? back then as well. Yeah. And it Pay creates, forward. and it, as you said, you can't, you can't really, um, you know, ask for. Yeah, more when when the experience of making. Well, it's a growth thing, isn't it? Like because basically everybody's watering their best selves, mm. and on a day when they're not able to do that or they're not afraid or they can't see the wood for the trees, somebody else waters right. themselves for right. them. And it, once you get that culture going, and you're all, you've got each other's back, and you've got a decent, you know, original product anyway, you know, then the world is literally your oyster or Very the true. universe. Very true, or the universe, <laughs> as the case may be, or the galaxy, or nowhere. Where's this? <laughs> or, tell us about nowhere. T- the, yeah, yeah. There's there's a there's a place called nowhere there's a place called well see this is i get really nervous about spoiler territory because i get off a plane a little bit jet lagged and then the next thing that comes out my mouth is a huge spoiler i think you're okay and everyone (laughs) i've got you back on this one i think you can say i I think you talk about the places nowhere but nowhere was beautiful i will say that i had the pleasure of going to nowhere and uh one of the amazing things about the guardians films is even though there is a huge amount of visual effects and a massive, incredibly talented visual effects team, a lot of our sets were practically built out to an extent that I think would shock a lot of people. Yeah. Like a lot of these massive sets were practically there for us to react to and nowhere was no no different. I mean, they built like what felt like an entire city. It was crazy. Yeah, nowhere with a K, by the way. This, nowhere this with is. A, um, again, you know, I don't know how far to go. Um, you know, we can talk about the fact that the, ba- the real baddie, you mm. know, the real baddie, and mm. I'm going to put a full stop there because there are other baddies, but the real baddie, you know, he's got bad in his blood. Um, he keeps trying to experiment with what he thinks will be the perfect world for him, a, mm. a copy of planet Earth. Mm. And he keeps doing this time and time again. What can you tell us about how far that experiment goes and what lessons we're meant to learn from that and do learn from that? Yeah, yeah. He is trying to kind of uh, create a sort of perfect world in his own vision and i think that that definitely conflicts with the the goals of the guardians uh up up until now so so therein lies kind of a lot of the a lot of the conflict um and that, that is chuck woody awuji plays the high evolutionary who uh my character has you know quite a strong kind of relationship to um and i think that's all i can say all right let's go back a trouble. Bit. We, if we, i think if we stick in the first half hour we'll be all right right okay okay, okay. so okay. back in the first half hour first 45 minutes yes so rocket raccoon mm. you were first of all sent to retrieve him because the baddie you know the uber baddie he wants him back why does he want him back because he has got a bit of um, yes, so it, a big focus of this movie, I don't think it's a spoiler to say, is the fact that it is uh, Rocket's kind of origin story. Yeah. And you learn exactly how Rocket was created, um, that he belongs to a kind of uh, host of other animals who were created in a kind of similar vein with, yeah. with a similar kind of like... You've uh, got it all going on. Yeah, motivation behind creating um, creating Rocket's... Uh, uh, sorry, animals like Rocket. And um, it is it is a sort of return to his origin story. And also it's about Rocket, I think, kind of understanding his own history so that he can kind of better serve his relationships and, uh, you know, the, the goals that they have for the, for the future. Such a laugh, isn't it? It's a, it's it's a, it's quite emotional. This one as well. <laughs> no, it's really emotional because it's it's funny and it's yeah, it's, it's designed well, to make you laugh and cry. So the teenager Noah said hilarious, right? Right. The ten year old really sad. Yeah. You know, and that's the difference between those those two, my two sons as people. Right. And the message is it's very clever. Yeah, yeah. How do they? How does? Because the director wrote it as well, didn't he? Yeah, James Gunn wrote it. How does one head think of all this stuff and get it so right? I really, genuinely. I think it's unfair. Don't know. I think it's unfair as well. <laughs> and uh, and 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 James really does kind of pour himself into the script. You know. Um, also, a really unique thing about working on a James Gunn film is, or at least in my one and only experience to date, is that you get the soundtrack when you get the script. Yes. So when I got sent the the That's first clever. script, I got sent the soundtrack That's so clever. I could kind of play along. And that was really, really cool to get a kind of sense of the tone and, you know, get the kind of yes. the full yes. immersive experience. Yeah. It was so really we wicked. had Queen mm. live at Wembley 
on the home speaker, right? Oh, yeah. Yesterday morning, really loud. No, put it on really loud just after breakfast, okay? And because we live on the river, these rowers often row past. That's what they do because the rowing club's next to mm-hmm. us. And because they were rowing past with Queen blaring in our ears, it was a whole different story. You know, oh, it was yeah. tearful to watch it because it was suddenly became heroic because the music lifted it right up to where it needed to be. The power and the magic of, of music. And we know that music music is what feelings sound like. Mm. So you get what feelings sound like and then you get your script and you're seeing this movie in your head. Yeah. And, you know, it's like you. It's like your job is just... You've just been given, the, I don't know, the... the, the, the Heaven Hall of Helpfulness from nowhere. <laughs> it's true from nowhere with a K. No, yeah. it's so it's so true, and no one understands that better than James Gunn. I think that music, you know, does represent your feelings, and he's able to capture emotion through sound. The mixtape for this, I've just been so, handed the so mixtape. Well. I can't remember where it is. I'll oh put it yeah, the, yeah. I don't know where I put it. There's a really, really <laughs> great uh, soundtrack. You. No, it's, this is like the the awesome mixtape. Uh, hashtag three playlist. Here we go. So you got mm. Creep, Radiohead. Uh, you got Crazy on You Heart. Since you've been gone, Rainbow. One of the greatest songs of all time. One of the greatest mm-hmm. songs of all time. Um, and then you got Reasons, Earth, Wind and Fire. And then you got Faith No More in there. And you got X in there. You got the the Beastie Boys. I mean, it goes on. You got that. You got an amazing screenplay. You got a fantastic story. An unbelievably beautiful, miraculous, moral maze of mm. goodness. Mm. And, and this is and it's for kids, by the way, and kids of all ages. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what, you too. know, what's wrong about this film? Nothing is wrong about this film, and it's breaking all <laughs> box office records. So you know. You were at school. You were at school. Um, you know, you struggled at school because you have dyslexia, mm. and you had um, the other condition which my son dyspraxia. has. Yeah, and the the space and yeah, yeah, it kind of tied in with some of my spatial awareness. Yeah, and, and well, clearly I've just turned up with a wrong no, ankle. No, yeah. no, it always falls <laughs> off chairs because he has the same thing going on. He's been yeah. diagnosed with this, that, and the other. So, so you discovered drama, but also drama came to rescue you. Yeah, didn't fully. it? Yeah, hundred percent. And how much? By how much? You know, look where you are now. You're in one of the the currently the biggest movie on the planet. Oh, yeah, that is, <laughs> how does that feel? It's wild. It's really, it's really wild. I feel very, very, uh, very lucky. It's yeah, so cool, isn't for it? Sure. And you know, you're a spring chick. Did you see Vin Diesel on the F1 coverage over the weekend? No, I didn't. He did the announcing. The... Oh, that's at the cool. Miami Grand Prix. Oh, Vin that's Diesel. Cool. He doesn't need a microphone. Did he do it in the like in the group voice, or did he do it in his voice? He did. He did it in his voice. In the the movie voice. In just the, the golden voice. voice that he had. Yeah. <laughs> he just said, "I am Groot." Constantly, yeah. he didn't. He, he didn't announced all the drivers. It was hilarious. Whilst there, Will I Am provided this ongoing sound string soundtrack. Oh wow! Only in Miami. Wow. All right, so where'd you go from here on your Incredible. tour? Um, so just come back from the States and London is the, the last stop, which is really right. nice and feels very fitting. And I'm excited for people in my, my home city to, to see it. And, you look very bright-eyed and bushy-tailed still. Congratulations. That's, I've got a full face of makeup on, Chris. That's no, what that is. No, your eyes are sparkling. Oh, right? you're sweet. You're sweet to me. What do mum and dad think? The professor and the nurse, what do they think of everything? <laughs> your memory's amazing. Um, they, you know what? Admittedly, my mum and dad weren't huge fans of science fiction. But Guardians, just science. Yeah, yeah, just just the science part. Exactly. It's the fiction that they struggled yeah, with. I'll provide the fiction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, actually, like when you were saying that, you know, Tilly now wants to watch all the Marvel films. Yep. That's kind of what it did for my mum and dad. They wanted to watch more after that. My mum's in love with Rocket. My right. mum wanted me to bring Rocket home. I had to explain that 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 isn't possible. Um, and I can't kidnap Bradley Cooper either. That's yeah. that's not a good look. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, she's she's in love with the rocket. I'm gonna get my mum a rocket toy. I think that's because your mum and and my mum and myself I can't deal myself out of this. We were brought up with Rocky Raccoon. Okay, right. Yeah, and I, I can't help familiar. thinking it's not a little play on because oh, Rocky be. Raccoon was a big kids character. Right, and there's a lot of like retro nods. Well, what if from Rocky James? Raccoon? You know, what if he morphed into Rocket Raccoon? Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. 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 It's an amazing. It's such a. It's such an amazing character. It's a beloved character, and g- genuinely takes kind of like a central role in in this film, and kind of leads from the leads from the front together with with Chris Pratt as as as. What Quill. have you learned from from this um this band of brothers and sisters of yours? Ah, uh, honestly, that kind of going back to the point that you were making that regardless of the scale of a movie, you know how how big, how chock full of you know action and and adventure and special effects and this that and the other a film may be like you can always make it with a kind of positive and inclusive spirit in mind and make sure people have a good time along the way and that that does as you said it translates on screen and 
this lot have been doing it for the best part of a decade across three films and you know the the fun and the kind of camaraderie that they generate across the cast and crew genuinely has made the films i think what they are and and james has made sure he set that tone on, on all of his movies what's james's surname again uh gun james gun cool the name, name is gun james gun yeah see now where does that take you yeah it's mm. a cool i've been told who the new bond is have you really yes i have who oh you can't can you, say it can't you, say it literally yeah, can't, can't say, say. It. i'm excited i've heard some rumors about who the new bond is and I'm, <laughs> should I'm, we swap notes i'm afterwards. excited maybe we should i heard a rumor and then i heard like no this is who it is and i thought oh no that sounds like it might be might be the the answer i really hope it's who i think it is yeah should we write down who yeah think it is? <laughs> is there, I, okay <laughs> there you go there's a pen for you okay thank okay, you we are on camera so we've got to be careful oh my gosh don't worry we'll be we've got to be really careful we've got to be really careful we can I okay. to do this. Well, well, I feel like I'm in school, like yeah. passing notes. Yeah. This is going to be really so funny. Spell. What if it's the same? If it's the same, then I we're can't nailed really on. really spell. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay, I'm going to fold mine like it's a ballot paper. Now, anyway. Fold it like a ballot paper so only you and I can see it. Okay. And then My unfurl gosh. that for your eyes only. Okay. Little Bond reference there. Thanks, for your eyes only. Mange too. Okay. Right, let's have a look. Ready? Didn't know that. No, that I've got someone else. Whoa! Yeah. That either means one of us is right or both of us are wrong. Ah. <laughs> Call I me had, Sherlock. But I had heard, <laughs> I had heard that rumor. My one. I had heard that. See, now that's interesting. Where did you, did you, did you hear that in LA or over here? I heard that in several places. Several places. Several, several places. Nowhere. Each. I heard it nowhere. Nowhere. All right. Um, very quickly, I know you've got to go, and yeah. I'm really grateful that you're here at all um, because you always make time for us, and we really appreciate no, it. No, no, no. I really appreciate you, no, and no, thank no. you. The appreciation is all ours. You can't have it. We're oh. going to take it. Um, oh. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is out now, and people are loving it, and it has this record box office take of any of the um, of the Marvel movies, which is sort of... Well, no, it's completely incredible. So there's no sort of Marvel superhero fatigue, fatigue on the horizon yet whatsoever. But having experienced other versions of Earth, can you confirm that this one is still pretty much the go-to? This one is this one is the go-to. I have to say, this is the one we got to take care of, yeah. uh, uh, for sure. But um, yeah, this one's the go-to. So I'm just trying to wrap it up in a marvelesque way. There. <laughs> I like well it. Yeah. I like Cue the 17-minute credits. <laughs> oh, by the way, there's some credit action going on as well, isn't there? There's some. Oh yeah, definitely stay. Stay for the credits, stay. everyone. There's two. There's not one, but there's two end credit scenes. All right, um, which are quite cool. Um, I think I think we're done. Great to see you again, thank Will. Thank you so much. I thank hope you the all for rolled having me. ankle gets better soon. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you all. Thanks a lot. You know, maybe we'll all see each other later on this afternoon in rehab. Yes. Yeah. 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 At <laughs> the yeah. Thank club. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you. You do every morning, Rachel. <laughs> Goodbye, people. Goodbye. <laughs>